When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Season two of the Pat and JT podcast. Oh my, now I'm here at last. The best time, always gonna be the best. Come on. Exclusively on the Herd App Media Network. Right. We're gonna grab this one yesterday, but ran out of time. Uh, F text at 402 403 9478 from Mary. Uh, Mary says, Hey, just listen to your episode about the emojis you shouldn't use. <laughs> I don't, it's because I don't consider myself to be old. But I use over half of those that we talked about not to use. And then she used the smash in the fate forehead emoji. <laughs> oh. uh, my go-to emojis are the red heart and the laughing emoji. Great. I guess I'm older than I thought. Yeah. Nah, you keep doing you. I, I saw too many people reposting that story and then like 16 lines of thumbs up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Basically. And then and then maybe a bird at the end. They were flipping them off. <laughs> and it was like, nah. You can't tell me what to do. What I'm, you know, what I'm really impressed with is I don't like if I'm texting, um, for like somebody that I either I just met or like it's connecting with a guest or whatever, like somebody that I don't have history with. I never use emojis, so I'm always impressed with the person, especially the guy that will lead with an emoji. Like to me, that like makes it seem so much more open and more friendly and like it's a an emoji. Like oh, he's that guy or she's that girl. So emoji, whatever. So the one that walks in a room with a joke. Yes. And a smile. Mm-hmm. And it's just like ready to ready. Let's have some fun. And I love it when it's somebody that you don't expect to use an emoji, uses an emoji. Exactly. Oh my God. Didn't and well, I was telling you too. And then I'm somebody oh, recently the, I was texting. Damn, then the damn breaks and it's emoji, 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 emoji. Right. But, yeah. Like <laughs> That's yes. what I'm waiting for. Like I told you about the the person that I had texted, had no history with him, right? Mm-hmm. No idea. Seemed like a pretty aloof kind of character nice guy but but kind of aloof and all of his text messages there not only were there no emojis there was no punctuation right so it was just like one sentence to the point no jacking around it was like oh god you are no fun in a text and then all of a sudden (laughs) all of a sudden something good happened i you know shared some news about blah 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 here's the latest and i get a, a message back not only with punctuation but with an exclamation point Ooh. And that was like, whoa, whoa, we just tapped into something. So I'm waiting. The next step has got to be an emoji. Right. The life of the party just showed up. Right. It's like all of a sudden it's like he must feel safe. I don't know. (laughs) And yeah, and and, and if you don't have a history with them and they throw an emoji out, it's like they are very confident. They don't care what you think. Love it. Yeah. Um, We just got this text just came in like two seconds Mm -hmm. ago. It says, hey, y'all, it's Karina in Kansas. JT, have you heard about the abduction in Excelsior Springs, Missouri, said it's crazy. I'll let you look into it, but it's bone chilling. Is this guy was dropping his child off at school like it was business as usual, and then poof, gone. So, what? Yeah. So, show okay, on you. On. I'm I'm like live googling this Excelsior Springs kidnapping. Everything we need to know. Um. Oh well, I'm going to be looking into this. Mm-hmm. I will be looking into this. Oh, my God. Thank you. 
Um, yeah, you can't, there's no way you can keep track of all these stories. So I always, it's just like, you just want to know. And, and some of them never get any news coverage outside of their small circle. Um, and, and that's so many times I was just watching a movie the other day. It was a documentary and it was about crimes that had been committed in several different areas, but the precincts were working independently. And by accident, a couple of people shared notes on something and they realized, oh my God, we're working on the same case, just in different locations. And they get to talking to other precincts in other counties. I mean, it was not like in the same city. It was over a, a pretty big area. And that's how they were able to determine that they had a serial criminal that was doing these same crimes, but in oh. different locations so that they didn't know that this was a repeat offender. And yeah. so when they were looking for, they were that changed the whole profile mm -hmm. once they did that and they were able to solve it. But, um, you have to wonder sometimes. I know now we have databases and and all that good stuff, but there's still some crimes that are out there that have been committed prior to, like in the '90s, even mm -hmm. you know that, or even early 2000s, probably that haven't been entered. Yeah. Um, as far as the backlog goes, and then all of a sudden they're able to connect some dots. So I heard of a, I heard of a podcast this weekend uh, when I was in New York, and I'm, I can't wait to start listening to it. It's brand new, but it is hosted by a woman who is the lone survivor of a serial killer. And that serial killer, there were nine victims. She was the 10th. She, she survived. The other nine passed away and they have never caught this person. And so. That, is that Vanessa Bennett? Uh, let me see. I don't know. Um, or I'm just, at, I'm, I'm going, I just, all I did was look lone survivor, serial killer. Let me look up podcast. It was, um, um the name of the podcast is called invisible, Colorado. invisible tears. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm opening it. I'm opening it right now and seeing if it says. Jane, her name is Jane. I bet uh, it's she's not. the uh, she was attacked by the Connecticut River Valley serial killer. Ooh, mm -hmm. see, yeah, God, so, so yeah, and, and, and well, and since the, he's still out there, I can understand why her name is Jane. Is Jane? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I don't. Know, people, Holy cow! Here it is, invisible tears. Creepy. Oh, and, and it's funny, sad, not funny, funny, odd, creepy. Lone survivor of serial killer. You get a lot of replies to that. Yeah. That's sad. That is sad. Wow. My goodness. Uh, speaking of uh, things like that, shows and, and podcasts, I mentioned just briefly at the end of the last episode about the TV show on Netflix called The Watcher. Mm -hmm. um, so much going on here. This, I, I'm watching the show itself was a blast. I, and I jotted down some notes here about the watcher just because I'm watching. I'm like, wait, who, who all is in this show? This is crazy. The watcher. Basically I was watching Stifler's mom. Okay. Yes. Teaming up with shooter McGavin from happy Gilmore. Wow. Okay. While the neighbors, Paul Lasseter from spin city with his wife, Claudia, she was the KGB handler from the Americans. Okay. They're super suspect. And then Bob Swartz, he's on Yellowstone. He's the one that Beth ended him in his career early on because she got fired by him, supposedly, you know, in quotes. And Mia Farrow's in there also just for good measure. You see so many faces that you recognize in this show. It's it's phenomenal, and they're all great. Stifler's mom, by the way, oddly, ironically, came up in some thread. There's a, um, a couple of whatever posts about her and it's probably because of this show that she popped back up, but she, you go look back at her career. She's been in so many good shows yeah. from friends. You know, it's not just Stifler's mom. <laughs> yeah. I think she, she was nominated. Wasn't she nominated for like an Oscar or golden globe for, for a uh, support in Lotus something? 
what was it called? Let me see. And she was in Legally Blonde, and she was yes, she's done a lot. Yeah, funny. She's been in a lot of different shows, and this the show is really good just on its face. And you've got those great actors, and the storyline of it is really good. And then I stumble across the fact that it's based on a true story. Ooh, and it's still not solved. Hmm. And that changes everything. So now I think I got to go back and watch it again because oh, man. you're looking at it completely through a different lens. Um, but super creepy. There's some really creepy references that are in here. And then at the end, you start, you, you think back to the stuff and you're like, okay, now maybe that could have been true then because they still don't know what is really going on. But it happened in a small town. I think it was in Connecticut or something like that. And um, the just the story behind it Westfield, I don't know, it's entered out of Westfield, New Jersey, New Jersey. That's where it was. And it goes back to like night, oh, 2014. That's when it happened. Somebody bought a house and that's when it all started. And the story is really good itself. The, the movie, it's like I said, seven episodes, I think. So really good. Even if it wasn't based on a true story, but and then yeah, you got it just that adds cast. to it if it is based on a truth. Just adds a ah, huge, right? Yeah. So the whole cast, yeah, is fantastic, and just just so many good actors uh, and such recognizable character actors that have been in so many other shows. And Stifler's mom is probably the most famous. I don't know, but you'll you'll see others. You're like, I know that face. Where do I know like that I've face from? I've seen him do something. Yeah, right. I mean, Shooter McGavin. I think that's the only thing he was ever known for in happy gilmore but he's been in other tv shows but just not as famous but yeah the minute you see him you're like like a shooter dude <laughs> and you're not sure if this is supposed to be a comedy is it a comedy or is it serious because they've all kind of played mm-hmm. in the comedic roles yeah right so kind of interesting switch but speaking of moving into a house and like everything kind of hits the fan i saw a, uh, a tiktok oh gosh it was six months ago or so of these guys, these contractors, that it was their house, but they were like one of their houses and they were just built fixing the kitchen or whatever, redoing the kitchen. And they're putting in a new island. And the island uh, at the end had like this wasted area, this wasted space on it. They couldn't put a drawer. So what they did is they kind of boxed it off and they went to like a costume, whatever store and bought a skeleton, a plastic skeleton. I saw that. And put it in there. And it's like, uh, it's like, oh my gosh, are you kidding? I would be just, cause you would know, like you would, you would automatically think it's real and you wouldn't even, I wouldn't even look at it long enough to investigate if it was plastic, if I'm tearing it down. Nope. Nope. And you know what? Remember when I moved into this house and we redid some stuff in the kitchen, they tore out a couple of the walls and we found, um, and I still have the stuff that we found. There was, there was a, a small child's toy. There was also a, a little, uh, like a prayer card from a funeral. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a pencil and some, some other stuff that was in there. This house, I don't think the kitchen had ever been redone. So that was from the seventies. What Weird. was in the walls? Yeah. Yeah. Super weird. And, and I remember in another house I was in and we tore out a wall and there was a pile of spit sunflower seeds. I mean, that's jerks. <laughs> They're like, well, whatever the future people, they won't They'll never see this. They won't care. Who cares? <laughs> so I can't even imagine. I found that and I was disgusted. I can't imagine finding a, even if it is a fake skeleton, oh. but you pop the countertop off. Mm-hmm. Holy crap. <laughs> I mean, what? Yeah, because it would. They'd pop, probably pop the top of it off and see the, the top of his thing, and his legs were crisscross applesauce. 
<laughs> oh man. That's awesome. That is an oh, awesome one, but I don't have the patience. Like I wouldn't to set it and forget it, it would drive me crazy. I'd want to know what how they reacted. I'd want to see it. You'd be checking the, the newspapers, the, uh-huh. checking the, the news stories from the local TV station. Constantly, constantly. You know it's going to make national news when it happens. Oh, that's funny. Oh, I should mention The Watcher. I guess there's somebody more famous in it. Naomi Watts is in it. Oh, she's pretty famous. <laughs> she's not as fun as the other ones. Though. Yeah. Yeah, she's pretty famous. <laughs> I really like her. She's just kind of one of those that just kind of is in there. Yeah. Okay, whatever. <laughs> uh, now that you've gone down the Halloween road, um, Halloween costumes for 2022. Uh, because Halloween is Halloween back. Like Halloween last year, I know was, you know, people going out for Halloween. It still was, there was still a little trepidation. Um, but there was also, well, they're already wearing a mask. Why do they need to wear another yeah. mask? <laughs> and so now people are getting back into it and buying some, uh, buying some fun costumes. So taking a look at some of the trends that were out there. And I just find this interesting that, Top trend is Ted Lasso. Anything along those lines from the Apple TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, then comes in She-Hulk from Marvel. Um, is another one has a huge increase by like 80%. But Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz is popular every year. It, and it was from 1939 was that movie. But people dressing like Dorothy. Um, there's also uh, dressing like Walter White, Breaking Bad. Anything from Pretty Woman. Which is crazy. Random. Of course it is. Because everything, nothing can just be dumpy. It's always got to be sexy cop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's got to be sexy, sexy hooker, not just hooker. I had that got- conversation with Mackenzie, uh, was it yesterday maybe? It was either yesterday or last week at, the, at some point. And she's like, yeah. She goes, of course. She goes, I was slutty whatever all the time. Like until you get to like your mid-20s, you're slutty whatever. Or you're a dude, you're like douchey. What, you're, no matter what, I am Thor. Okay, Thor. Thor. You don't even know what Thor is. You just know you can wear, you can show your muscles and you can wear a loincloth and call yourself Thor. Like it's- 100%. Would be funnier if for Halloween is if I went as Thor, wore a diaper or whatever Thor wore, and I carried a hammer. You I think know. you should go as Baby New Year. Yeah, on Christmas, on Halloween. Okay, just go to, come <laughs> to work in a chilly, diaper. But <laughs> uh, that was always popular. That was like a popular one in college because it was kind of along the um, Greek, you know, like just because it was easy. It was a bed sheet or a diaper. Yeah, <laughs> right. Right. It mm-hmm. was easy. Uh, a couple others in here, too. Spider-Man, dinosaurs, always good. Uh, and Stranger Things, anything from Stranger Things. But what's made a surge this year, according to TMZ, is the Johnny Depp Jack Sparrow costume. Oh, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. 90% increase in sales. Didn't put him in the top 10. Not surprising. But it costs about 100 to 200 Three hundred dollars, even to put the costume together. Yeah, if you're gonna do it right, it's good. Those that that wig alone is gonna be expensive, right? So uh, that's just an idea. That any Halloween parties on your guys' docket? Uh, my brother has one every year where he, he decks out his garage as like in a haunted house, and my dad sits there in a scary clown costume and screams at kids and then there's a whole canoe full of shooters and people get hammered and then mm-hmm. complain about a hangover for the next three days. But it's there fun. It's a lot of fun. Nope. Once you find a, once you find a pattern, once you find that, you just keep repeating it. That sweet spot. That's right. Mm-hmm. No sense to change it. Now up. all the neighbors mm-hmm. know where to go when they need to get hammered and have a lot of candy for the kids and some hot dogs and stagger on up to Mike's. <laughs> so does he invite all the neighbors to come? 
Uh, it's just open, like it's open. Anybody who's trick or treating and comes by can grab whatever. Yeah. And it, yeah. yeah, the haunted house, I think it's got smoke coming out of it. I think it got some pictures of it. It's crazy. Like he spends a lot of time on it and there's lights and strobe lights and smoke and like sound effects and a spider oh that jumps up at you. Yeah. It's, I mean, there's, it's a, there's a few really good ones that are coming up. I saw some really good ones in the next couple of weeks that uh, look great, especially with Halloween being on a what, Monday? Uh, yes, yeah. Monday. So that I, I, Friday and Saturday is going to be hot. I was talking to our uh, office manager who keeps everything on the tracks here at her dad, Angie, and her and her husband went to Bellevue Berry Farm on Sunday. And they were just like, there was a lot of people, there weren't a ton of people there, but there were a lot of people in line for the haunted, like the haunted house or whatever. Um, and so they were just like, oh, they're just walking around this beautiful night, walking. They had never walked around the whole property. And um, so she's, they walk over this little bridge and they go like, they're, it's like Vallas in this area. It's like Vallas have like a little cave that's built out. And she's like, oh, this is kind of, kind of fun. So they walk through this cave and there's like nobody else there. Right. And they go over this little bridge and then these little paths and stuff. And all of a sudden they see a guy decked out completely in like, I'm going to scare you costume, but he's sitting like he's on break, like on a hay bale, like with his right. arms on his knees. And he looks up and goes, what are you guys doing here? And, and, and she like jumped back. She's like, um, like thinking that they staggered on some guy in a field, like it's going to kill him. Well, no, they had wandered through the back door of the haunted house and they were going upstream. And he's like, you guys better go. Cause you're going to freak some people out. So they were going in. <laughs> You're going to scare the ghost. You're going to scare the ghost. <laughs> oh, I thought that was funny. And they thought that they just got lucky and found some stuff that nobody else had found. Yeah, like a just hidden like, little hidden little path. No, they just went in the they went in the no outdoor. And no big deal. It's <laughs> funny. And then last last thing I've got for you today is just a funny tweet somebody posted and I'm like that this is a really good point. If you have a friend who's a pharmacist, and they've been ignoring you, or a doctor, or a veterinarian for that matter. Just say, we'll take the antibiotics for whatever reason. But as soon as they start feeling better, we're not going to finish them. Trust me, they can't help themselves. They'll talk to you. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> and I was like, and again, never fails. Made me laugh. Says, and now I just want to actually know if not finishing your medication being is the worst thing that you could do, if that applies to steroids or just antibiotics. My pharmacy connection won't talk to me anymore. <laughs> it's burning bridges all over the place. <laughs> you know, like lawyers, doctors, just, just got to throw a little bomb out there for them. Mm -hmm. They can't help themselves. <laughs> they got to tell you. <laughs> oh, that's um, funny. So, so anywho, so yeah, that's pretty much uh, what we got going down, I guess, really. Yeah. Uh, Centris Federal Credit Union still hanging in with us, making through Halloween. It's not so scary, is it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, do check them out online. Um, they've got some some great information on their website. We've told you that how user friendly it is and how just bottom line friendly that the the whole crew is. They just have a great a great team. Um, yeah. And we've got they've got their own podcast that they do with us, and they have a lot of fun doing it and um, trying to find out you know just just going through typical financial questions. Um, so if you get a, an opportunity, you'll see that on their website as well. Um, but yeah, just a really cool group of people to be hanging out with. That's right. You can uh, track them down on their website, centrusfcu.org or 402-334-7000. Thank you to Very Centris. Good. Thank you guys for listening. Rate, review, subscribe our podcast and share with your buddies. Thanks.
Jackson. Jackson.